Hello, and welcome to Meet the Maliks. I'm Matt. And I'm Ellie. And we're so happy to be here with you guys hello today. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello, it's hello. It's 2019. Woohoo! Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We are recording this on January 2nd. 2nd. It won't be airing until like the 4th or 5th, whatever it right. is, Friday. Yes. But we, are, we had an eventful last week and a half or so. Yes. Last week, we went to Omaha by way of Iowa City. By way of Des Moines. By way of Des Moines. And Wait, we am I not saying that right? Des Moines. It's not Des Moines. It's one city. So it's not are plural. You, are you sure on that? I'm positive. Des it's Des Moines. Des Moines, Iowa. We went and saw your friend <coughs> in Des Moines. Yep. My friend from high school that I really have not seen since, uh, well, and ever. So... I'm going to turn this up a little bit. How long has it been? It's been, we were trying to calculate it. It's been about 10 to 15 years. That's a long time. But Maybe you picked right back up, didn't you? Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was pretty fun. Um, I was just reminded as to why he was a good friend, and such a good friend in high school. and Because he's great. He's great. And uh, I just felt like there was no comparison game. Like we didn't, we weren't comparing our lives yeah and trying to compete trying to compete for who's got the better life or whatever better whatever and yeah it was just it was just refreshing yeah and his wife was amazing she was and she was an amazing person and also an amazing cook she fed us lunch on fine china in her beautiful dining room and just went the whole authentic mexican enchiladas made us really nice authentic mexican food Uh um because she's from mexico and it was amazing she was the best hostess it was awesome it was a good time yeah and uh i was kind of hesitant because he said he wanted to meet at his house i was like i'm not so sure about this why i don't know i just didn't want to be imposing oh yeah no i was glad but it was it was stretch our legs and not be in a restaurant yeah a restaurant would have been more it just it didn't more in a hurt like yeah felt more rushed yeah in a home, you just feel more relaxed and it at home. It was great. And so um, I'm happy he's not on the West Coast anymore. He's in the, in the Midwest. That's part of the reason why we haven't seen each other yes, in so long. Yes, he's been in California. California um, and Las Vegas. Las Vegas, yeah. So Penny wants to say hi. We have a little doggy now. Yes, Penny is trying is, to speak to the microphone. She is eight pounds, and she's a little Yorkie, and she's yep. very sweet, but she loves to be on your lap at all times. Yep, and for some reason, she's on your lap, which is fine with me right now, because <laughs> I'd be putting her on the ground repeatedly. Yeah, <laughs> so I just give in because there is no fighting it yep. when it comes to Penny. And then after Des Moines, we went to Omaha and visited my f- my parents for Christmas we and my brothers back and sisters. New Year's Eve mm-hmm. and s- spent New Year's Day kind of in New recovery. Yep. And yep. I wanted to go driving New Year's Eve, but I was just exhausted after the trip back. Yeah, and and so I just. I'm happy I spent it at home with you guys. Yeah. For those of you who may just now be tuning in, he's talking about driving Uber or yeah. Lyft. Yeah. Which he's been doing for over, over a, a year. year. Yeah. Not per just, it's just not my full-time job. Yeah, just here and there. Just kind yeah. of as needed, on I the guess. Bi- on the good nights. On when the big he feels nights. like it. Yeah. Which New Year's Eve is typically a big night. I'm sure I would have made yeah, a lot New of money. Yeah, New Year's Eve is a very busy night. But honestly, I fell asleep at 1230. And I don't think I would have lasted out there driving until 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Last year you did do that. Yeah. So. But we also didn't go out of town right before. Right. We were in town. I actually preached that morning because it was a Sunday last year. Oh, okay. I did not remember. So, I, you know, I I probably came home, took a nap, 
mm-hmm. went out driving at eight o'clock, mm-hmm. came home for the. I'm glad you New were York. home with us. Yeah, the boys seem to have a lot more fun this New Year's. They seem to be more into it. Yeah. And uh, we got to watch the New York's New York, New York City ball coming dropping or whatever, and then we did the. New Orleans. Countdown. New Orleans. I mean, because we ended up staying up. I was surprised you're still up. I, was I know. I was trying to go to bed, but the kids and everything. So. So yeah, the boys are like, "Please let me stay up. Let me stay up to midnight." It's like, sure. And then I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna unwind and watch something on Netflix after midnight." And I was out. I lay down on the couch and I was like falling asleep during a show. I'm like, I gotta go to bed. <laughs> so. You're getting was, old, honey. I am getting old, but not that old. So you know what my favorite part of New Year's was? What? Well, I know we didn't do anything like a party or anything, yeah. and and I do want to make that a New Year's resolution to actually uh, have do something fun on New Year's Eve. Yeah. <laughs> but we did go through our 2018 pictures, mm-hmm. like I had them on the computer pulled up. Yeah. And just went through all the fun things we did that year, mm-hmm. and it was just really nice to end the year on a good note, remembering like how amazing the year was and all the yeah. good memories and yeah. all the neat things we got to do. Yeah. So I'm glad we did that. Yeah, me too. The it boys was, seemed to enjoy it too. It was nice. It was just, and honestly, it kind of helped us to, sometimes when you're in the moment, you don't really see what God's been doing in your life and all the cool things you've actually done. But if you go back and look, it's like, oh, Wow. Yeah, exactly. Like I was actually right before we did that, I was starting to get like, I don't know, a little grumpy, like, uh, I'm not doing anything fun tonight. And then I was like, um, I mean, we just got off a 10 hour trip, so it didn't really matter. But actually nine hours, nine hours and 10 minutes. That's our, that was a record record for us. us. We did amazing. But anyways, um, I was starting to get kind of grumpy and then I was like, uh, things are bad. 2018 was bad or, yeah. you know, I don't even know what I was thinking, I think but part I was of it probably was just tired. Every, a lot of people were saying how bad 2018 was. And I'm like, 2018? Who was saying that? On Facebook. I oh, saw a lot of people okay. posting. But anyways, I was starting to feel like this yeah. bad mind, negative mindset. I don't yeah. even know why. Maybe just a bad, grumpy mood. But um, looking at those pictures, it was so refreshing. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons why I actually still print pictures out on paper. And yeah. Um, put them in a album because I feel like when they're digital, you don't really ever see them anymore. And I feel like I can pull them off the shelf and actually look at them and have yeah. them kind of put together and organized. And yeah, it's just, it's just, I think it's good to look back and just remember mm-hmm. what good things have happened to you, what you've done. You know, we, we went on a vacation this last year Yeah, and we paid for it all ourselves, which ironically enough is like the first time we've ever done that you know yeah and it was cool just to remember that and how much of a fun time we had on vacation and um you know also we got a dog this year Mm -hmm. and we you know we're like looking at the new things we're able to do to our house to make our house yes i i had forgotten that i i knew i did the upstairs bathroom and i didn't do much to it i just took down the wallpaper that was in there and repainted it but then i remember then looking back i realized oh the first floor bathroom was this year as well it just seems like forever ago but it was actually this year yeah 
and, and then and then we painted some part on the outside of the by house. By we, you mean you, me, and I my mom. A, I did a little bit. At one I don't point. think so. I think so. It was me and mom. Mostly. It was a hot day though. It wasn't was very it? hot, but I love I love fixing stuff up around the house and then remembering that we actually yeah. did that. Remember, we got a new oven and other mm-hmm. stuff, and it just it's good to realize. Okay, you know we've done good things, things are happening. Good things are happening. Yeah. And we don't have a bad life. I'm not saying we had not. This is not our topic for today. But if you're listening right now and you're thinking nothing ever good happens to me, you know, things are terrible, you know, take a minute and go back in your pictures and look at your fun memories. Yeah. And um, take a minute and just look over your 2018. Maybe you are forgetting about the good things and only yeah. thinking about the bad things. Because sometimes I think the bad things can outweigh the good things. I know. I I think they that's stick true around for longer. most things. I think that j- I think g- bad sticks around longer in your mind mm-hmm. than good. Yeah. So maybe just take stock and just try to remember and thank God. Just be thankful mm-hmm. for a minute. Yeah, gratefulness. Um, so since it's the new year, do you have any resolutions? Hmm. My resolution would be to no this longer is make be, resolutions. Just kidding. Yeah, this is going to be another podcast, but I, I'm going to go ahead and share with the listeners. I want to give up or improve or change or something my victim mentality. Yeah. And I struggle so much with, oh, woe is me. I'm a victim. Um, I don't even know how to describe it because it's yeah. so kind of unconscious for mm-hmm. me, actually. But it's like I maybe like a powerlessness and kind of like a. I don't know. It's kind. Of, it's hard yeah. for me to even. I'm still lo- working on it, but I do want to have a podcast on it someday when um, I understand it better and mm-hmm. I feel like God. I feel I know God's working on me on yeah. that. So, yeah, I want to give up that victim mentality. I feel like victim mentality can sometimes really feed depression yeah which is not true for everybody i was talking with a client the other day and her depression was is born out of a grieving loneliness so it's mm. it's different for everybody on you know why you might struggle but yeah anyways for me i got to catch myself with that victim mentality That's and good. and become like a a powerful person who chooses things yeah i think that can be that can be a problem that can be an issue a lot of people work with work on um my resolution this year and i'm not big into making resolutions just to be honest with you um but my big one is is i'm gonna be go a little spiritual on you babe Uh sorry but i you know after talking to you on the trip to omaha and just praying about it a little bit and and i said you said this tonight at dinner as well I want to be, I want our family to be more of a giving family this year. That's hey, wait. Yes, I know. You stole that from me. No, I didn't stole I literally it. said we need to be giving more. I feel like I we know. need to be giving more. And I'm saying that's my resolution. Oh, to give man. More. <laughs> I got to claim it. Everybody, don't believe her. Oh. I said at first. Are not you really. joking? I'm kidding. Like, I, don't. I gave you credit. I okay. said you said that at dinner. All right. And then I, I want to pray more. But then on top of that, um, and this leads into the topic that, I'm going to give credit to where credit's due. Ellie said, let's do a topic on fasting. Mm-hmm. But I, I, so I started researching fasting and I realized I have not been fasting enough in my life. Mm. And I think part of it is I didn't know the why 
to why we fast mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I know why we're supposed to fast, but there's times where I hear people say, okay, let's go into a season of prayer and fasting. And, and I'd never, I'm like, okay, I'll just do it because you're telling me to do it or asking mm-hmm. me to do it. Yeah. But I don't understand. Like I never really took time to research and dive into the why behind we fast mm-hmm. and, and the benefits of fasting. And I'm not talking about weight loss. I know some people are doing this whole keto diet thing where you're fasting, quote unquote, for so many hours a day. But that's really dieting. That's not fasting. Um, I mean, I guess it is fasting because you're not eating food. But are you spending that time in prayer? Um, but a- as I was studying, I, fa- I came across this book by Jensen Franklin. It's a few years old. Uh, if you don't know who he is, he's a pastor of a large church in Gainesville, Georgia, with over 10,000 in attendance and all that kind of stuff. And uh, he's a really good preacher. Um, I listen to some of his podcasts yeah. and some of his messages yeah, you're online. Yeah, a fan of his. I don't listen to all of them, but I'll listen to some every once in a while. And uh, he he has, r- I've been challenged, every time he's preached on fasting and I've listened to it, I thought, I need to do that more. Mm-hmm. And so he's got this book called About Fasting. We'll put a link in the show <laughs> notes. We'll put a link in the show notes. And I'm just going to be pulling from some of his material. Uh, and I just want to challenge us to change or to understand why we fast. This really um, caught my attention. Is he he was um, addressing the first chapter of the book is is called fasting for your breakthrough, and you're thinking, oh, to me maybe you don't think this way, but I thought, oh, here's another do this to get this. You mm-hmm. know, here's the magic wand to your breakthrough fast you know mm-hmm. it's like because I, I you don't like the magic honestly wand stuff. i hate the magic wand stuff i hate it when people treat christianity like it's their own genie in a bottle mm-hmm. or a formula or, or something. formula it's not it's a relationship with god and and so i'm like okay well i'm gonna read this chapter because i know i know him at least it's called fasting that's all it's called mm-hmm. and it's a new york times bestseller apparently so that's what it says on the cover um <coughs> And in the first chapter, uh, actually in the introduction, he, he he puts all of Matthew chapter 6, verses 1 through 18 down. And we'll look at that here in a little bit. But in chapter 1, with the breakthrough chapter, he's talking about how fasting is sort of like part of a three threefold cord. It says in Ecclesiastes 4.12 that a uh, threefold cord is not easily broken. And in this, he says, uh, when you're reading through Matthew chapter 6, you see Jesus talking about giving, praying, and fasting. Jesus says, when you give, when you pray, and when you fast. And I think a lot of times, at least me, I don't know about you guys at home. I don't know about you, Ellie, but I feel like I'm good at praying. I'm good at doing that. That's, that's e- that can be somewhat easy. I feel like I've been good at giving my whole life. Maybe not above and beyond, but I've been giving my tithe. I've been faithful. And, and when I feel like God tells me to give, I give, uh, but I have failed at fasting. I don't fast as regularly as I give or as I pray. Yeah. And, and he was talking about how in this it's page 11 of the first chapter, uh, he's talking about how, um, those three things are a cord that's not easily broken. And uh, Jesus, he goes on to say that nothing will be impossible for those that that um, that pray and, and all that stuff. 
but we could be missing he says we could be could we be missing our greatest breakthroughs because we failed to fast remember the 30 fold 60 fold and 100 fold returns Jesus spoke of in Mark chapter 4 8 and 20 I'm I'm reading from him just mm-hmm. telling you right now I know this is not from me look at it this way when you pray you can release a 30 fold return when both prayer and giving are part of your life I believe the release that release is a 60 fold blessing but when all three, giving, praying, and fasting, are part of your life, that hundredfold can be released. He's not saying will be released or all of a sudden all your prayers will be answered because you do all three. Mm-hmm. But I think what he's really trying to get at is when you do all three, you're putting yourself in a position spiritually. You're saying, I submit to you, God. Because God's all of a sudden in control of your time. He's in control of your money. Mm-hmm. He's in control of your stomach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Three things that that can keep us from having an awesome relationship with God. Right. It takes time when we pray. It. A lot of people, they have a hard... Listen, I don't know. This might be you at home. Listen, if you have a hard time giving your tithes or just giving in general, I really want to challenge you to submit that to God. That needs to be something you need to dive into. Ellie's, you're listening to... A, a book, right? No, you're reading a book on your iPad. What's it called? The Blessed Life. The Blessed Life. And it's about giving, right? It's about. Yeah. It's about tithing and giving. And, and we might and do the this. the principles behind it. And we might. And I know, listen, you can find teachings at nauseum about giving. It's like everywhere. But there's not a lot of teachings on fasting, which is the third thing. And 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 the second chapter, he goes in and talks. It's called. um. I want to get it right. It's a, it's a creative uh, chapter title. Let's see here, trying to do this and hold my microphone at the same time. It's called "Dethroning King's Stomach." Dethroning King's Stomach, and uh, he has. A, there's a part in here where he, their church, they go through a 21-day th- uh, fast every year, and he says uh, they they fast corporately at the beginning of every year. And there are three reasons starting the year with fast is a good practice. First, you, by doing so, you set the course for the rest of the year. Just as beginning your day with prayer sets the course for the rest of the day and covers anything that might happen. The same is true at the beginning of the year with a fast. You set the course of an entire year. Secondly, blessings will happen for you and your family through the year because you were fasted in January. And he tells some stories of what happened to his church, and it was pretty cool. And and third, when, we, when you fast at the beginning of the year, you pray... You, you're releasing the principle found in Matthew 6.33. Seek first the kingdom of God, and his righteousness will be added to you. But in this chapter, he talks about Esau. He talks about um, Adam and Eve. And, and if you're not familiar with the story of Esau, Esau sold his birthright because he was starving. And when we allow our stomach to dictate our prayer life mm-hmm. and our hunger, to dictate our prayer life, it'll it'll keep us from getting what God has for us. Right. And, you know, Daniel, it says that he fasted and prayed for three weeks. And then when the fi- angel finally ca- got to him, he said, I had been fighting this, this angel, this demon, mm-hmm. not angel, but this demon, this principality to get to you for the last 21 days. And Dave, by David's or Daniel's prayer and fasting, mm-hmm. it, uh, it opened up the door for the angel, the messenger to finally get to him with his answer. Mm. And prayer and fasting is just so important. And uh, as I was thinking about this subject, anyway, what do you think? What, what are some thoughts that you have? I think that's really good. It's encouraging me. And um, I definitely think that 
giving of the first fruits of the year, what he's yeah. talking about, because this blessed life that I'm reading talks a lot about first fruits and how important it is yeah. that we give to God first and then go about our life. So I think the beginning of the year might be an important time yeah. to consecrate your heart and your life. And, and mm-hmm. um, if God leads you to do that through fasting. And fasting is another form of reaping and sowing, sowing and reaping. You know, you're sowing into prayer and fasting and spending time away mm-hmm. from food. Sowing into your relationship with God. And and uh, in chapter two in this book, he did really, he had a really interesting um, Bible verse to go with it. It says, um, actually, at the beginning of first of the first chapter, the verse that he used is Psalm 42, 1 through 3. And it says, as the deer pants for water, brooks, water brooks, so pants my soul for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, the, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my food day and night while they continually say to me, where is your God? And it just shows that when we pray, when we fast, spend time fasting, we're saying to our stomachs, you're, the food that we're putting in our belly is not as important as the food we're getting from God. Mm-hmm. And it's putting ourselves in a situation to say, okay, God, feed me. Mm-hmm. I need you. I'm more desperate for you than I am for food. Right. I'm more desperate for you than I am for that piece of pie or that pizza or that lunch or whatever mm-hmm. you crave. You're saying, I need you. I crave you more than I crave my cravings. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, same with giving. I desire, I desire to bless you. I desire, to, I, I desire you more than I desire a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I just desire you. And we're just putting, putting the bet or we're, we're cruci- crucifying in a way, all these things that are trying to get between us and God. Yeah. And that's, that is the main reason why I feel like we need to fast. Mm-hmm. It's because we're, we're saying to God, you mean more to me than all the food in the world. You mean more to me than my TV. Maybe you feel led to fast TV mm-hmm. or fast social media. social media. I need you more than I need that fix. Mm-hmm. You are my soul's desire. You, my soul longs for you, like David said in Psalm 42. My soul, as the deer pants for water, so my soul longs for you. Mm-hmm. And, and he believes, and I, I think other people believe, that David was fasting when he wrote that psalm. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's where that came from. So... These are just some of my thoughts on fasting. Uh, what do you think, babe? I think that we want to encourage our listeners to consider a fast. Yeah. Um, in January, if you're listening to this, um, you know, at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Um, consider even, you know, fasting um, social media, yeah. fasting media, or if you fast food, you know, even one meal yeah. a week or um, a day or something. I think can make a difference. But so. I think we need to know why we're fasting too. Mm-hmm. It's like don't just fast because we're telling you to fast or somebody else is telling you to fast. Yeah. Fast thinking, okay, I'm fasting because I need a, my breakthrough with God. I need yeah. my healing. I need. I want to get closer. I need to get closer to God. I need. I just need Him. Mm-hmm. And this is why I'm fasting. Yeah. Because listen, we do live in a war. We there is war raging around us. Yeah. This is a spiritual war. Yeah, and, and I think we, we forget about that a lot. And I believe fasting is a powerful weapon against the enemy, against what he's trying to do in our lives. Yeah. And, and so I just want to encourage you in that. Yeah. It's kind of a heavy topic, but yeah, it I is. think it's a good one, especially for this time of year. 
There's a few other scriptures that I didn't read, and I'm not going to read, but I, I just want to let you know where they're at. Isaiah 58 has got a really good it's got a really good look on fasting. In 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 a nutshell, it basically it's God. He's he's rebuking Israel for fasting as a out of show, but not taking care of people around him. He says it's not the kind of fast I've chosen to loose the chains of injustice, to untie the cords of the yoke, to set the oppressed free, and break every yoke. It is it not to share your food with the hungry. So basically, you're giving when you're hungry. You know, you're saying, God, I, I, I. He's saying, bless others while you're fasting. Mm-hmm. That's important for me. Yeah. Don't just do it to show off. Right. And Matthew chapter six, 6 says something very similar. He says, don't look somber as the hypocrites do, for they disfigure their faces to show they're fasting. I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face. Mm-hmm. Basically, don't let other people know what you're doing. He even says, um, don't let it be obvious to others that you're fasting, but only to your father who's unseen. And your father sees what is done in secret will reward you. Yeah. Not might reward you, but will. Yeah. That's a good promise. Yeah. And so fasting is important. And I think the reason why we have a lot of us and I'm, 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 I'm closing soon. But I think the reason why a lot of us have our time fasting is because the enemy knows how powerful fasting is. Yeah. And he doesn't want us to. Yeah. And so, you know, whatever needs you have in your life, whatever's going on in your life, listen, I want to challenge you. Start your year like you would take, like like you start every check you get, paycheck. Tithe it to God mm-hmm. with fasting mm-hmm. at the beginning of your year. Tithe your year in fasting. And just like you tithe off your paycheck. And then if you go beyond the tithe, then that's an offering. And and I believe that the more you give, the more God will bless you. Yeah. So I think all these things are related and they tie together. They're not separate. Yeah, I just I just want to mention, um, you know, be be smart about it and Yeah. Don't go on a water only fast for forty days straight or something like um you know, there's juice fast mm-hmm. fasts and um, unless God is specifically telling you to do that. Well, but there's good guidelines yeah, out there. there are. So look those up and um you know, there's vegetables fast mm-hmm. vegetable and fruit fasts mm-hmm. and um Well yeah, and even Daniel when he fasted and and that's why it's called a Daniel fast. He says for so many weeks I I abstained from any luxury morsel. All yeah. I had was fruit and veggies. Yeah. Or bread and veg, bread, water and veggies, or something like that. It was just he had very bare minimum, you know, and uh, so that's why it's called a Daniel fast. Yeah. And so, so, anyways, well, let's go ahead and close, honey. Would right. you pray for our listeners? I will, Lord. I thank you for those who are listening to this podcast. I pray, Lord God, that that uh, you will challenge every one of us, Lord God, to fast more, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that you'll help us not just not to overthink it though, but just to do it. To do what you've called us to do. And, and and Lord, let us start small. But Lord, I pray, Lord God, that you'll help us to see um, the blessings that come from fasting, praying, and giving. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Guys, have a great week, and we will see you next week. If you need any more information, hit us up on eaglesviewchurch.com. Uh, hit Click the contact on Contact Us. And we will get that email. Or hit us up on Facebook or Twitter or whatever else that you can find us at. All right. Peace. Have a good week. Bye. Bye.